Power our planet. A lot of people lack ambition. Nobody ever told them. You can do anything. Our mission to inspire humanitarian and environmental responsibilities in communities throughout the world. Establishing tribal benefactors. Power Our Planet Podcast. Here Collective. Here Collective. Protein. No Mad Melody. No Mad Melody. Power Our Planet. Yeah, yeah. Power Our Planet Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Power our play. Collectively, we are here. Hey. What you got? Yeah, so you watched. So, so you had a lot. You had a lot yesterday. So I need you to go. I need you to spill right into it. You got, you can't, you can't waste my time, yo. You can't waste their time. That's kind of why, that's kind of why I just, you. Spit it out. Spit it out. I feel like I got, I kind of got, I kind of got distracted. And so that yeah. like all of a sudden, I all of a sudden realized that maybe I don't have as much to, I'm, I'm processing so much between me and Charlotte right now that our conversations are, so it's like, I just realized I was like, wow, maybe I, maybe I don't have, <laughs> maybe I don't have as much to, uh, just to, to say. And I, I don't even know what the fuck that means, bro. I, I, I so okay. I, I'll dive into. It. I talked to my dad. I called called my dad, and we were, and I was talking called my dad this morning, and we were talking about music and finance stuff. And so I kind of was t- started to talk about how these different bubbles that I was going through, and not specifically like bubbles when like isolation, more like isolation, but more like bubbles where there's a predominant type of there's a predominant to the senses. There's a predominant fixture in these different bubbles. Mm-hmm. So when I was growing up in childhood, I had that bubble. I would say it was more of um, of a religious nature. I joined the Navy. The Navy's a different type of bubble. And then I got to. I told him that I got to a point um, to a bubble where I couldn't go any farther without further. knowing what further without without <laughs> having some idea of what I was about. And so then I told me when that happened, I had to come, I had to retract my steps back into the previous bubbles, but in a different method. So Trace. retrace my steps back into um previous bubbles. I'm, I'm best I'm focusing on now because I realize we've been talking to each other and we understand each other, but a lot of times my speech and other aspects in other places wasn't so uh eloquent as it once was because i hadn't been because you understand me so much so when i speak poorly to you you understand right. and and i i now i want to not nah, gotta correct that no yeah you're right you're right i feel you um so i looked at i i thought of it like when you're in certain bubbles, you get to a certain level in a bubble and it's like, 
once you get, you're still kind of in a bubble, but once you get to that bubble, it's like you have seats in a stadium. You have the, you have the, um, the, the, what do they call those? The skybox seats. Skybox, yes. Yeah, so you're in your bubble still, but your bubble extends out and you can see into this larger bubble that your bubble is a part of, but you're still actually in your own bubble. And I tried to get farther. The only for the fur the most further I can get was that is the reason I had to retrace because I was walking in these bubbles on the ground level in the bubbles. I was like in the stadium on the stadium floor. But I didn't I didn't understand the I didn't understand the schematics of how you're supposed to operate on a stadium floor. So I was just crossing streets and everything, willy-nilly doing whatever I want. And I was cool with it, but I didn't have a way to communicate something larger than it to other people so therefore mm -hmm. I just th therefore I would just end up communicating this idea that I was kind of just oh I'm just like this solid bad ass type of person which I wasn't trying to communicate but my actions communicated idea and so that was I was using <laughs> I was using that to <laughs> see when you move there you, you disappear I was, I was using that to uh, define how I guess to re-implement Baby. The maps and meaning okay, baby. into my into like how okay, I go back observe mm -hmm. and refine. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh my fault. I'm sorry, better. Richard. No. So Richard, no, you gotta spit it out though, man. I feel yeah. like I feel like you are you're getting to it. You're getting to it, but I need you to spit it. Like if we, if we was in jail right now, we had one hour to be out the cell. We had one hour to be out the cell. How are you gonna talk? You got you got spit that shit out, man. You gotta be like, look, man, this is what we came here to do. Motherfucking, I've been in this isolation. I was talking to my dad about this isolation shit. <laughs> Keep going, go ahead. My fault though. Well, uh, I, uh, that's what I'm saying. I, I realized that I'm not, I'm actually not as over, I'm not as compacted as I thought I was. I, I felt like I was, but then I was able to move i was able to move my move my i was able to move my logics around and i've been uh, i you could say i have uh i i have a uh, i may i'm able to i'm able to give my luggage to someone up to someone else after i'm coming back from vacation but right now but you gotta you gotta latch that shit up man <laughs> you latch. can't just give a nigga an open bag you just you can't just show up to with an open bag like you gotta close it up Seal it up, and so we know what's in there. You can say this is this bad. This is what we talking about. Like, so we going to podcast today, so we ain't podcasting in a while. So we gotta get back in the flow of things. So there's people listening, and uh, you the podcast has a title. Now, back in the day, we should just talk, and our conversations would be so cool until we put them up as a podcast, and that's a podcast. But nowadays, I feel like I feel like uh, I feel like we gotta we gotta execute like like uh like. Like how, like Obama and them. Like when they come to talk, <laughs> Obama doesn't show up. Like Obama doesn't show up. Like you know, I talked to, I talked to Michelle's mother the other day, and we were. Oh, he might do that, but 
set it, set the tone first. You got to say something at the beginning that let me know where we going with this. You set the tone. I realize, okay, I haven't, I don't always do that conversationally. Sometimes I, I might leave that part out. And when you do that, you, it, it, you set a clear goal. You set a clear intention from when you first start speaking and it, the conversation goes there and, and uh, everything you say kind of builds up to the same idea. So I would say the first thing to start with, the most important thing, because all these ideas that you're talking about is revolves around the fact that you watched that movie. What movie did you watch yesterday? Into the Wild. Okay, so tell talk about that movie. So in that movie, the guy, was he isolated in the city or was he isolated outside the city? How was his life before he went into the wild? Before he went into the wild, his parents were really, his parents were wealthy. He graduated college and... At the college, at this college graduation dinner, kind of like he was talking to his parents, telling them he kind of hinted that he was because he knew some information, but they didn't know. And then he went he went away to school and like he never really used cell phones, so they didn't really have anything. But really what he did was he sent all of his money. He drew the rest from his college fund, like twenty four thousand sent it to a charity and he drove his car to the West Coast. OK, now you talked to your father yesterday. I've been more concise, quicker than that even. You talked to your father yesterday. Was that the same type of, was that the same as the movie? Was that, was that similar for you? It was, I, I talked about, I talked about the bubble thing. So it, the bubble thing was in relationship to, was in relationship to the, to the movie. I didn't Relation. specifically say anything about the movie, but the, I could say the movie was kind of spurred a lot of, spurred a lot of that energy. And then as well, oh, right. I, I watched Mark, Malcolm, and Marie, and I found myself like, I found like I had like this feeling, understanding of Malcolm and Marie, but I realized I didn't have like a, I couldn't place things. And then it occurred to me after Malcolm and Marie, the, the day after while me and um, Homegirl were talking about the, me and Charlotte were talking about the this next movie, I was like, oh word. I haven't really been using, I haven't been prop, using a proper set of uh, tools to like look at these movies at. And so that I was like, and then I began to reflect on the maps. So which, your perspective, so your perspective when you were watching a movie, you felt like you weren't really absorbing the movie in a certain way. I feel like I was absorbing it, but I couldn't put my logics. I couldn't, I couldn't operate my logic. Apply your logic. Yeah, I couldn't mm -hmm. apply my logic, but I got it. It's the I movie, got the logic, but I couldn't apply it. Do you consider that all movies are Illuminati? Now imagine this, when you speak of this, like when I say Illuminati, what I'm pretty much saying is, when I say Illuminati, when I say it like that, I'm talking about the Kabul. That means it was made by a small group of people and everything in it is planned and was executed and to meet, to, uh, meet a certain end. Everything was intended, everything about it. So in life, when you feel that feeling, we call that Illuminati, where you feel like, oh, everything was set up a, a, a part of a conspiracy. All of the thing happened in, in succession as a part of a conspiracy. Same as in a film. Every film is therefore Illuminati. So when you're watching the film, is the fact that you're watching that film, is it, is, is it conspired? Do you, feel that, do you feel that the film only exists in order for you, it to affect you how it would affect you? It only exists for you to watch it. If you didn't want, if you don't watch it, it might as well not even exist. And the fact that you watched it, the mindset that you'll have, the logics that you'll have, the part of your brain that the film will will uh, will trigger. 
the yeah. parts of your brain that will be affected by the film is all Illuminati. It's all part of the Kabul. Do you feel that way? Yeah, I, I feel that way. I wrote a line before or even before that. Before I watched, I think I wrote it yesterday. It goes, for real, for real, for real. Suspended belief, not suspended disbelief. Because I went and looked at what suspended disbelief was, and I was like, oh, word. So it was for real, for real, for real. Suspended belief in the real. Movies make moves for the deal. Amending amended appeals. Exactly. Okay. So now you watch that movie. So let's get back into the movie. So let's use the movie. You go into life and you move, go, go into life. You keep it moving forward. So we go back to the movie. So uh, how was this? Uh, how how did, he sold everything, gave everything away, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he set off to go to the West Coast. Was when he was going to the West Coast, was Alaska already destination, or did that happen later? Alaska was always. I don't. I, 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 if I'm recalling, he went to the West Coast first. I think Alaska was always the destination. I think Alaska was, was always the destination. He just knew that he couldn't go there during one type, one part of the year. I be, I believe so. I he was he kind of didn't have a. He, he was so, in a way, he was so inside of his world that it's, the movie shows you he drives past this sign and the sign says, warning, flash flood. And so then the next scene, he's sleeping in his car in the desert and he hears a rumble of water and the waves just crash into his car and his car is like, kind of like smashed. And then it's the next morning and he's up and he's burning his money and he takes his license plate off the car so they can't identify it. And then he kind of like starts to walk away, but he's not caring because in his mind, he's like the book he's following. He's life is now going towards like, yo, I'm this rugged outdoorsman, you know, F the F the society kind of thing. Now, do you feel that when you watch the movie, the reason why you watch a movie, it's like, okay. So think about how GPS works. You got a GPS. You, you're at home. You got to go to a place. You plug in a location, plug in a destination, and you, you go. So it, the GPS knows where you are, and it knows where you want to go, and it tells you the route to get there. Now, the other world, otherworldly GPS works a bit differently. The way how that works is you don't know where you are. But you look around and you kind of got a sense of where you are. And that's all you have about, you don't know, but you have a sense of where you are, okay? And then when you, it's like a, a lot of times what happens is you don't know where you're going, but you see where you could be going only. Mm. You see where you could be going. You see the destination you could go to. So when you watch a movie and this movie has a guy who goes into the wilderness and he, uh, he, you know, he doesn't play, uh, he doesn't follow the signs and he ends up in the flood and then he doesn't pay attention to the, to the messages and he ends up, he ends up, um, he ends up eating poisonous fruit and dying. Do you feel like the movie is trying to show you not to make the same mistake? Think about where you are. Think about where you are. Think about what you just avoided doing. You just avoided poison. Why? Because what? Because somebody told you about it because you read about it in a book. Somebody told you to avoid the poison. But you, you avoided the poison. So somehow you sidestepped that paradigm that would have led to the same outcome. Uh, you, do you know that? Did you, did you even think about that yet? Uh, yes. I thought of it 
I, I thought of it as in, all right, yeah, this was based off a true story, but this movie, what this movie was really, why this was made into a movie is because they were like, oh yeah, there's people out there that kind of are thinking like this guy. They're, they're, they're like, uh, they, they think that there's something wrong. But the, he kind of, it's, he went in a circle to come back. He was on his way back, but he couldn't make it back because the river melted and he couldn't wade across the, the raging rapids of the river anymore. So now how, how, uh, oh, he crossed the river while it was frozen. Yes. He crossed the river to for where he was at, where he was frozen. He found this old abandoned bus and he lived in the bus. And then when he tried to go back, the river wasn't just thawed. Yeah. And then he wanted to go back because he read in a book where the guy's like, you know what? I figured what would make me happy would be having good neighbors to talk to every now and then and having a great mate and to have kids and like spread my love. And then he was like, you could see the look on his face, and he was kind of like, "Oh wow!" So did the movie save you? So did the movie? Did the movie save you from that outcome? Yes. Did it save you from that outcome? Yes, I would say the movie saved saved me from saved me from that outcome. If if that was the if that was the out, no, yeah, yeah, I would say the movie. I think you saved yourself from the outcome, and that's why life lets you see the movie. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. I saved myself from the outcome and then life and then life let me see that movie. So you could know what it was, what you just avoided. Right. I don't know specifically yes. when I saved myself from that outcome, but I did save myself from that outcome. Yeah. The gun, the, the gun got to be fired in order for you to dodge a bullet. And I'm funny. It's interesting because I've actually heard of that movie a while, a long, a while ago, back in 20, uh, Probably 2013, 2014, I learned about that movie, but I didn't actually watch it. There was a motivational video that I would that I would play. I was in network marketing, and they gave me this motivational video. And the motivational video used scenes from this video as a motivating, which is kind of yeah. Okay, so now you said about this motivational video. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so I I have a lot. I have a I have a lot for this. But the thing about it is that I, sometimes I know I have to not say anything about it now. Later on, it'll come to fruition, and then I can speak on it. But at this present moment, uh, I what I can say is that all right, into the wild thing. I didn't watch this movie. I never. I think I heard of the movie before, but I didn't watch it. I uh, I realized a long time ago the lesson that this movie is uh, trying to teach, that where it's it's a because I practice Taoism. Uh, one of the Taoists, one of the Taoists, one of the passages of the Tao Te Ching says, um, it says uh, says when uh, when the Tao is uh, present and abundant in the world, the people who live in a place can hear the roosters crowing in the, the place at a distance. They can hear the dogs. They can hear, they could, they could, they could smell the cooking coming from there, but they don't have any desire to leave where they are to go and find out about that because they're so peaceful and so, so peaceful. And um, they feel the bliss in their own reality, their own simple existence until they don't feel the need to explore another place in such a way. They don't feel the need to explore another idea. Now, there's a time where one should. 
there's a certain time. I think uh, what were we talking about um, uh, when, uh, oh, about the crabs in the barrel. Like I said, there's sometimes where a certain mentality has to be used or in, uh, in the book, Wings to Awakening, where the Buddha mentioned how when the flood comes, you use the raft to get out of the flood. However, after said flood is done, you don't walk around with the raft everywhere and use the raft to do everything. You use it for what you needed it for, and then you leave it by the shore. Mm -hmm. um, you have to know when it's time to move on. And so like, even like uh, with, this, with this mindset from this movie into the wild, you had to go through that at some point. I guess we all do. I, I didn't go that deeply. I just, I saw it. But I read some books that taught me about not doing that. But I also read books that taught you to boldly go. Like you read The Alchemist, right? Mm -hmm. How many times you read it? I listened to the audio book. I probably listened to it like yeah. three or four times now. Yeah, me too. Okay, so in the book, The Alchemist, you know, the whole thing was that he had a vision that led to him going to another place. And this going, to, going into the wild uh, movie film, this guy appears, it appears as if he went into the wild off of a, to escape. The boy never wanted to escape, but the boy did want to escape. He became a shepherd because he didn't like staying home. In, in his self-titled terms, he was going to the wild to look for truth. He was going to the wild to look for truth. The he truth, and what, what, what truth did he find? He did find the truth, what was that? Uh, I think he found the truth from the old guy that told him that God shines his light on those that forgive. And then he read the book and he realized, oh word, that was the truth. Just like a simple, a simple life and kind of like being surrounded by, by uh, good people. And one of the things he was shouting and people, he's like, all the people who are evil and the people that were drinking with him, the people that gave him the job and stuff like that. They were like, who are these evil people you're talking about? He's like the politicians, the da, da 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 da, and the guy was like, "Hey man, you're you're a young man, bro. <laughs> Just like a, he's like, yeah." I gotta watch this fucking movie now, man. See, <laughs> so so now, so I think I think we need to stop this podcast. Right now, I just want to watch the first 30 minutes of this movie before my band practice, or maybe if my band practice gets delayed, I'll watch the whole movie. I got to watch this fucking movie so, so I can so have some context. And then I'm going to come I'm gonna come back on the podcast, and I'm going to shit on this motherfucking <laughs> And also, you have to keep, it, keep in mind that his, you'll see, you'll see that his parents, he, yeah. finds, he finds out that his parents, that they're him and his, him and his, sister are technically bastards because his dad's still married to his first wife and he just left her with their son he doesn't own their son and he met his mom and then his mom they kind of like i'm confused by that like the i'm confused by that so you said he's a bastard why he yeah so he he what he was on he was on vacation he went and met some family um, in California, and he found out that his dad actually had a wife and a son in California that he didn't claim, but he was still married to them. He married to the wife. He never got divorced. So he moved over to the East Coast, and his their, his mother was like the mistress, and they just didn't ever tell them at all. They they in fact they he didn't even tell them he knew. He just told his sister and told, made her swear not to tell. Oh, but, so it was she was the one so why the movie's going is she's kind of talking because the movie's played in flashbacks it starts with i don't know you said you're gonna watch it so 
I'm on, you, I'm, you can't, there's no such thing as spoiling a movie for me. You can right. tell me a whole, I done read scripts. <laughs> I done read scripts and saw the movie and it wasn't spoiled. It's like, I done been in a film and, yeah. uh, and, and I, I read this, read the storyline and still when I, when it came out, it's not spoiled for me. I still watched it with, you know, uh, novel and in a sense of novelty, like it was new. Right, that's um, that's kind of how I I felt, even though I knew the boy died in the end. Uh, yeah. uh, you you didn't know he died in the end. I knew he died in the end. You knew someone he died in the end. Well, I didn't so watch it. I know. Someone told me he died. So, so knowing that he died, that will change the whole movie. You are right. If I if you if that I didn't, didn't change the movie really for me. It did. I don't think for this one it won't. Some movies it will change it. This one, it won't really Cause, change. Because you suspended because you, you suspended belief. And they say, and they give it to you in the beginning. In the beginning of the movie, the mom wakes up out of her bed and she's terrified, saying, "Oh my god!" He and then it clips and it shows the movie starting. So, if you whole movie is a flashback, the, you said, right? Most of the, the the whole movie is a flashback. All the scenes of when he's with his parents are flashbacks because the movie starts with him. The pretty much the movie starts when he dies. The movie's opening scene is the mom waking up in the middle of the night in a sweat and like panicking because she's like oh, i think and then they cut it before they say it and then it shows him um him hiking or something but he's already been gone so you could technically say the whole movie is like the movie's a very interesting um this that conditionality all right so i think this whole thing is this this podcast episode is about how we're spoiling a movie without spoiling it so you got to come up with some clever way to say that and um I think that so we put this we this this is a two part episode so we got this part right here well before I watch the movie before I watch the movie when you spoil the movie for me you tell me the whole plot but I watch it anyway and then the part two we come back after I watch the film and yeah we go from there that's a good episode that's solid I think every episode should have a thing in life that we used like whether it be making music or blah blah, blah or something. Hello, hey. Here collectively, here collectively, we are here. Hey.